This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. The topic of today's episode was inspired by a wonderful conversation I had inside my human design accountability group. We started our first group this week and it is even better than I had expected. I'm loving this type of group. It's not an educational program, it's not a class, it's not an overwhelming learning experience, but it's a chance for people to get help from me on how to actually use their chart to truly get into alignment, not just learn, learn, learn so much more information or gather, gather, gather more and more and more, but instead take the knowledge that you've got and actually apply it to your circumstances, apply it to your life. I just happen to be somebody who enjoys change and loves transformation and has been through a lot of massive transformations in my life so far. So I'm kind of an expert at helping others change. And in this group, we talked about what I'm going to talk about today in the episode, and I think it's really going to help everybody who's listening. And if you want to get into the Human Design Accountability Group in the future, just stay tuned. I'll be announcing the dates coming up next. Right now, the group is full. It's already started, but I'm sure there will be more to come. Before we jump into our topic today, let's read the review of the week. And I'm heading over to Apple Podcasts, and I see this review is titled, Great Intro to Human Design. This is a fantastic intro to human design. I'm a longtime follower of the Gene Keys, but honestly, I've always found human design to be more complicated. I really appreciate the simplicity of this podcast in explaining some of the concepts in human design and feel I'm finally starting to get a good foundation. Thanks so much. Ooh, well, thank you so much for writing that review. And if that was yours, just send me a DM over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline and let me know the username you used for that review, and then you are going to get to ask me a deep, juicy, personal human design question. I'll take a look at your chart. I'll make a video and share it with you so that you've got it recorded and you're going to be able to go back to it again and again. And if anybody else wants to enter the drawing to also have a question answered, all you need to do is write a review and rate the podcast wherever you're listening, and I'll select one each week. And if it's yours, you win. I do want to make a comment about this person's review because they made a really interesting point. They talked about the gene keys. And if anybody else is wondering about the gene keys, I definitely recommend you get the book Gene Keys by Richard Rudd. And the gene keys is a concept that was born after human design um, was kind of I don't know what you want to call it, created or downloaded, brought out into consciousness. But the Gene Keys is like an offshoot of that. And it takes all of the gates and it really breaks them down so much bigger, so much deeper. And it's absolutely fascinating, especially for people who are really interested in your incarnation cross or your life theme and where that comes from. 
I'm not going to say much more about it than that, but I do want to just say that the Gene Keys is kind of a gigantic topic. It's not really easy and light to understand, but if you've just been craving something more, then maybe you would want to get that book. Now, let's get into today's topic, which is all about the number one thing that's blocking alignment and perhaps why you can't follow your authority. And guess what it is? It's emotion. It's blocked, stuck, trapped, you know, stagnant emotion that you might be unconsciously hanging on to and you just can't let it go. If your energetic field or your body is completely overstuffed with unprocessed emotion or stress, you're going to have a nearly impossible time following your design or getting into alignment or to be very specific and direct you won't really be able to follow your authority. Just to, just think about this situation. Let's say you have a sacral authority. So you're supposed to be following what excites you and what lights you up and what you're attracted to. And that's your number one method of intuition. That's the number one voice inside that you listen to when making decisions. Follow what lights you up. Follow what's most attractive, what you want the most. Well, that sounds really wonderful and really great and actually kind of easy until you realize in your real life you're just super stuffed full of rage or grief or sadness or fear or anxiety or some kind of emotion that you can't even name, but just this overwhelming, bursting at the seams feeling of emotions then you're not even in a position to be able to know what lights you up or what sounds attractive or exciting or what you're leaning into because you're so stuffed full of all that trapped emotion. And so it doesn't matter what your chart says. Literally, everybody can take this piece of advice in order to be able to listen to their authority better. And the piece of advice is release the emotion. Treat yourself like you have a release valve that you need to crank the valve and let out the steam so that you're not so stuffed. Emotion is just simply energy in motion. You don't need to judge it. You don't need to justify it or even name it. You don't need to know where it came from or why. You don't need to talk about it or think about it. You just need to feel it. Everybody, whether you're classified in human design as an emotional or a non-emotional, you need to feel your feelings so that they'll move out of you. It's not so that you can justify it. I know I just said that, but people really like to get stuck on analyzing their feelings or going to talk therapy to talk about their feelings, and that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about feeling your feelings no matter what they are until you just feel cool, calm, and collected. Sometimes people are really afraid to do this because they're afraid that they're going to um, amplify the feelings and become that emotion. Like if they let themselves feel grief, sometimes people are afraid that they are going to like be a grieving person forever and it's going to last and it's going to become their identity. But that's not how this works. Imagine the release valve again. If you've got something that's, you know, stuffed full of steam and you crank the release valve and release the steam, it doesn't make that thing have more steam 
and identify as a steam-filled thing, it makes that thing have less steam. It lets out the steam until it's just out. So everybody can benefit from this. This can be something that you do daily. This can be something that you do weekly, monthly, annually, or every moment. There can be different levels of this. And when you're able to release all of this trapped, stagnant emotion, or you could call it stress, or you could even call it energy that you're just holding on to, until you feel cool, calm, and collected, or neutral, then you can tune in to your authority and listen to what your authority is actually telling you. So let's go back to the example of the person that has the sacral authority Let's say that's me because I do have a sacral authority and I'm trying to decide if I want to, I don't know, take on this new hobby that's going to be really time consuming and maybe even really expensive, but I'm thinking that it might be the next step for me and I really want to go for it. But in the moment, I'm feeling really, really agitated and frustrated and I've just... I'm just not feeling good. I'm feeling so like I'm like vibrating with anxiety. Well, then what I'm going to need to do is take some time to process my emotions out. Undo the release valve, let out the emotion. And that could look like crying, screaming, sobbing, laughing, raging. It could look like a number of different things. But what it exactly looks like is that I'm expressing emotion. It doesn't look like I'm analyzing my thoughts. I'm going to the therapist to talk about it. I'm coming up with a strategy for my life. It's nothing in the head. It's purely feeling the feelings. And then I would do that until I feel really neutral. That might take a few minutes. It might take a few days. It's It depends on what's really going on with you. So then I get to the point where I'm feeling neutral and then I can tune into my sacral authority and think, all right, let me think about this new hobby that I'm considering taking on that's a big deal. Does it light me up? Will it satisfy me? Am I attracted to it? Does it look sparkly and inviting? Is that something I'm leaning into? That's when I can actually hear my sacral center. Or if you have an emotional authority, once you clear all of that emotion that you're just hanging onto and that's stuck in your body, and you get to the point where you're cool, calm, and collected, then you can actually tune into your real emotions that are yours, that belong to you, and feel what you're really feeling inside. Or let's say you have a sounding board intuition where you're meant to actually talk out loud, like you have a sounding board, not for advice from other people, but just talk out loud and until you come to an answer yourself. Well, you have really no no way to successfully do that if you're super full of stress and anxiety first. Then you're just going to be probably going off on an anxiety spiral and not really getting much out of the sounding board aspect of things. So again, you would want to express your emotions, let it all out first, then talk through the scenario and use your sounding board intuition. I have many episodes in the past about the different authorities. So if you're unfamiliar with yours, 
go back and listen to some of those episodes and it will make it so much more clear about what your authority is. But to get what the point is of this episode, you really don't have to know your authority. What you would want to know is that no matter who you are and no matter what your chart says, every single person needs to have a regular practice of expressing emotion out so that they can get clear, calm, cool, collected, and neutral so that you can really hear your authentic voice inside and be um, clear enough to move forward in life. Now, how do you actually do this? So I came up with three options, and you could do one of them or you could do all of them to try clearing emotion. The first and the most universal one that should work for everybody is to become a person who's comfortable feeling your feelings. Become somebody who allows themselves to cry, to grieve, to have sadness, to have rage, to have anger, and even to have joy and laughter and happiness. Sometimes people get super critical of those feelings or afraid, or they've been conditioned not to express those emotions or even acknowledge that they have them. And we all are human beings here feeling feelings for a reason. And so what you can do is start allowing yourself to be a person that has feelings. And maybe that means that For five minutes every day, you go in a room alone and you just soak in and feel what you feel with no judgment. Another way to practice this is to be comfortable with other people feeling their feelings. Never tell somebody, don't cry or, oh, it's all okay, it's all okay, it's all okay, you don't have to be sad. No, allow everybody else to just feel their feelings. Your friends, your partner, your kids should be allowed to authentically feel what they're feeling when they're around you and not have to put on a front of happiness or being fun all the time or always being entertaining or always being good. When you allow the other people in your life to just feel their feelings and you just let them, don't change it, just let them, then you will become better at feeling your own feelings and letting yourself feel your feelings. The second recommendation I have for you is some type of breathwork process. And I'm talking about a breathwork journey or the type of breathwork that's meant for emotional expression. Nowadays, breathwork has become so popular and there are so many different kinds of breathwork and not all of them are about what I'm talking about. For example, Wim Hof breathing isn't really about expressing emotion. That's a very like physical chemical shift. It's like a biohacking sort of tool to get healthier. And that's amazing. But I'm talking about a breathwork journey for emotional expression. And the type of breathwork that I love is somatic breathwork. There's also shamanic breathwork. That's another style I highly recommend for those of you who really like um, intense spiritual experiences with a lot of ritual and ceremony. Somatic breathwork is very similar, but it's without all of the ceremony, without a lot of the shamanic tradition attached. It's just purely the breathwork journey. If you're local in Minneapolis or nearby, you're welcome to join me for an in-person breathwork that I lead at Studio Timeout. At the time of this episode, the next one is going to be on Sunday, August 27th at 7.30 p.m. Um, And maybe I'll have some more online breathwork soon. I just don't have those scheduled. 
I do have a free mini breathwork practice that you can do at home, and this is something I recorded. It's an audio with the music and with my voice guiding you through how to do the breathwork, and that can be found at studiotimeout slash free mini breathwork. That's a 10-minute breathwork practice that I do at home by myself most days, and I highly recommend it for just kind of a regular emotional release practice. Um, It's not a full breathwork journey, but it's a nice um, kind of maintenance practice. And then my third recommendation would be to try EFT tapping. I love the resources available from thetappingsolution.com. They also have an app where you can follow along with guided tapping meditations, and this is just a simple way for you to uncover what's really going on emotionally, let it out while telling your body that your body is safe. You do this special type of tapping around your head and your face and your kind of collarbone area, and that tapping is telling your nervous system that you're safe while you're expressing the authentic emotions that are coming up. And it's highly effective. There's studies that have been done to show that it works. It's something that I do on a regular basis. I don't teach it. I'm not trained in it. It's just a personal practice that I've adopted years ago. So to summarize from today, no matter what your chart says, no matter who you are, you can benefit from human design the most when you first release the trapped emotion that's stuck in you. Feel your feelings until you feel cool, calm, collected, and neutral. And then you can align with your design. You can follow your chart. You can actually hear what your authority is telling you. So I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know if it resonates with you or if you have questions about it or perhaps you've done some of these things like you've done breath work or tapping or you've really evolved to become a person who does feel their feelings or maybe you're super new on this journey and you want some help, some guidance. The best way to connect with me about all of that is over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline and comment on any of my reels or send me a message and let me know what your thoughts are about this topic, about this episode. I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. And I'm just really thinking about each and every one of you that are listening. I truly do think about you. Even if I don't know your name, I don't know where you're listening from. I honestly feel like I'm holding space for this giant community of people who love to evolve and transform and become their best, highest selves. And I'm just here sharing some knowledge and some information. I'm no expert. I'm not thinking of myself as some kind of leader. I'm just here to speak what I've learned. And I hope it's helping you. And I'd love to hear who you are and how it's going. So reach out, message me, and let's be friends. All right, that's going to be all for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in a week.